Hello, everyone. Hello. My name is Matt Armando. And I'm Emily Riggins. And this is TBD with Matt and Emily. Hi, everyone. Hey, everyone. Hey. How are you guys? Um, happy Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. Happy it's tomorrow. Valentine's Day. It's, all right. Valentine's Day is the day before, the so, day after. So it, it doesn't, I mean, it's not a real holiday, but according to. All holidays are made up. According to Parks and Rec. It is the day before Valentine's Day. But the Valentine's I'm celebrating is two days after Valentine's Day. Is is Parks and Rec where it comes from? I don't know if that's where it comes from, but it, there's a val- there's like a Valentine's Day episode every year. I, I remember I remember this from that show now, which is weird because I've definitely, I saw the whole thing. Loved every <laughs> I saw all of it. of it. Did I love every second of it? I don't know. Oh, I did. I'll have to rewatch. Um, but... Um, I don't think I real. I think I'd heard Valentine's Day and I was just like, yeah, it just rounds the Val. <laughs> that's probably a thing that's been going on for years and years and years. Who's, who knows? It, I don't know. Palentine's Day? Is that a thing? <laughs> Why don't you celebrate that? Could it be a thing? <laughs> uh, welcome to TBD. Welcome to TBD. Hey, Matt, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the podca- this podcast. Okay. This podcast is called TBD. Mm-hmm. I, are you ready? I'm ready. Buckle your seatbelt. Rich. Cool. We're in a car today. Um, and on this on this podcast, we drink tea. We're drinking this tea this whole time. Picture mm-hmm. us holding a cup of tea. Even if we're not holding a cup of tea, picture us holding a cup of tea. We're also friends. And we <laughs> have other friends. And we bring those friends on. And those friends talk to us about topics that we don't know about beforehand. We have a guest. Spoiler alert. Those topics are, what would you say? They're to be determined? I would determined? say they're TBD or to be determined. There we go. You guys probably already know, and we don't. Time is weird. It's in the it's in the episode title. Remember, for the first like three episodes, we didn't put the topic in the title. I do. And they were like more um, unknown. It was still unknown. I just I just made up stuff, and then I realized making up titles for episodes is hard. And now I don't. And I now we don't do it anymore. <laughs> Why would you want to do that to yourself? We made over a hundred of these now. We've made a hundred of these. Over a hundred. Over a hundred. This is a hundred and two? Uh-huh. Yeah. One oh two. One oh two. Speaking of one oh two. Yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait to see where this transition's going. There are two of us. And there's one more there's person. There's one more person. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, uh, listeners. I'm great at transitions. Uh welcome to the podcast stage. Friend, improviser, comedian. Kaylee Reichman. Hello. Hi. Hello. Welcome. Did you watch, watch Parks and Rec? I did. Yes. Yes. Did uh, you love faithful, every? Yeah. Faithful viewer. Mm-hmm. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Do you know if that's where it came from, or? I feel like uh, it probably as a common common parlance mm-hmm. parlance. It did like it probably. I'm sure people said it before then, but I feel that was like what popularized it. Okay. I'm sure if you're the person who invented Valentine's Day, like the term, it's kind of disappointing to you that you've been forgotten to time. <laughs> like I should have copyrighted it. <laughs> um, I think about that a lot about popular things that people say, like, who was the first person to say yeah. that or do that? I don't know. It's like that poor guy who drew that Pepe meme, but like he wasn't racist, but then racist people started using it. Oh. And it's like, how you have to, and now I have to feel bad for this guy because he lost his cool frog thing that is now a racist frog. <laughs> oh, poor guy. I know. But he didn't make any money off of it. 
he, I don't think he ever, yeah, well, yeah, people probably are printing it on like t-shirts and mugs and stuff and he gets mm-hmm. like none of that. Yeah. It's like the weird thing about memes too is that they just take on a much like bigger life and like especially people whose things like accidentally go viral and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Weird. I don't feel bad for like when it's like a photo that just someone put words on because it's like, ah, you didn't try that hard. Although actually the person who invented that, like what's like the guy looking at the, with the, the guy with one girl looking at another girl, mm-hmm. yeah. like yeah. the whoever found that stock photo <laughs> deserves some amount of credit. Such a good stock photo. <laughs> yeah. I, it also makes me think why are any of these stock photos a thing that exist? Oh, well, as somebody who has worked heavily with stock photos, um, because I work in marketing, um, there are stock photos of everything and oftentimes many stock photos of the same thing. <laughs> uh, in fact, that's some people's careers are to just take photos because you have to pay for them usually. I don't know how that uh, guy looking at a girl with another girl got out there. <laughs> but uh, often these are just like, these huge libraries of stock photos and people just like go around taking pictures of whatever. And then you throw them on websites like iStock.com who are not a sponsor, but they could be. (laughs) Um, And then you tag it with a bunch of things, probably like guy watching girl. It's probably like jealous girlfriend is probably like one of the tags or something. And then if your marketing company or advertising needs like that picture for your website, for some reason, uh, you go and buy the graphic for like 50 bucks or whatever. There's also like, um, all those images of like women laughing while eating salad mm-hmm. that's oh, like yeah. a, that's a thing i feel like it was like a tumblr or something at some point it was just yes. all stock images of like women laughing while eating salad which like again i guess it makes sense because it's like like for like a life like we're healthy we have fun we eat salad and laugh i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i'm always i'm always laughing at jokes while i eat salad yeah. <laughs> i only laugh when i'm eating salads yeah. it makes my improv rough because i have to be holding yeah salad. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. that's why i that's why i'm not very funny sometimes you're never funny on the podcast because you've never had a salad. I've never had a salad, and I've never been funny on the podcast. And you did another uh, podcast about where you review salad while you <laughs> talk. It's a little uh, leafy. Yeah. Uh, I like this. I like this podcast idea. Actually, <laughs> every episode you have a new salad yeah. you're reviewing. <laughs> Just very crunchy sounds. Oh man, uh, this is some iceberg lettuce mm. with almonds and tortilla chips. We terrible sound. We've never had anyone complain about like mouth i'm sure there's plenty of mouth sounds on this podcast that people have emily please (laughs) but we have a lot of tea drinking so there's like uh occasionally slurping occasionally things of that nature and uh or or spoons hitting the sides of the the mug Mm -hmm. no one's really complained about that but i feel like if we had a salad podcast (laughs) we'd be entering rough territory you got sort of eating yeah but salad especially is very it's very crunchy food generally I mean, there's like, lettuce is already crunchy. Mm. We've already got a, a, a crunchy thing, but often salads, they do have almonds. Mm. They do have things like tortilla chips, croutons. Mm. There's some really loud stuff in there. And I don't know. That, I guess that'd be an a, like a ASMR yeah. style yeah. podcast where people are just like into the sounds. What's your ideal salad? <laughs> Me first. Either of you. Mm. Both of you at the same time. I like a good like um, goat cheese, like some raspberry vinaigrette, and maybe I don't know. Sometimes beets, but I'm also like I feel like that's often included, and I'm like I would like it just as much without it. Some pecans. I like a slightly sweet salad. Mm. Um, I, I'm gonna assume we're talking strictly 
what we normally consider a salad and not something crazy you like dare uh, say chicken salad. <laughs> chicken salad. Uh, I was gonna. I my my instinct. My instinct joke response was like a burrito because <laughs> no. it's like a bunch of mixed things and there's lettuce in there. Um, but... It's like a t-shirt of like my favorite salad, a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. I got to write that one down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like a pretty basic salad. I like cucumbers, um, celery, lettuce, obviously. <laughs> uh, I like spinach as a lettuce in salad. Mm. It's a good... Uh, it's a good... It's a good one. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Uh, I also like kale, uh, mm. not just for its health purposes. I like the taste of kale. Um, <laughs> what did I say? I said uh, I said kale, spinach, uh, <laughs> cucumbers, and <laughs> celery. Um, Is that your list? <laughs> that's a, that's pretty good. I, I like putting Parmesan cheese, like some grated cheese, on top. Um, I think I'm done. Oh, and my favorite dressing is. Italian dressing. I like Italian dressing. I like oily dressing. The oilier, the better. Wow. I'm not a big, although I will have, but I'm not the biggest like cream dressing person. Like the the creamier kinds, not that into it. Uh, Although I do like French dressing for some reason, (laughs) a lot. I don't know why. (laughs) When I was a kid and I'd go to restaurants, my house, we always had Italian dressing and I loved it, but it was always what I had at home. So it was normal. But when I'd go out to a restaurant, if I ordered like a side salad, because I was a healthy little kid, <laughs> I would always get French dressing because it was interesting. <laughs> You're like, this is exotic. <laughs> yeah. This is different. I'm out to a restaurant. Yeah. Do ni- you know what I would do? The, ni- the 99 restaurant and pub. That's a New England shout out to anyone who's ever been to pub 99. <laughs> do you guys know what I did instead of getting that side salad? You ate French fries. Double fries. Yeah. If it came with fries and a sa- side salad, you know what? Substitute that salad for another side of fries. It's valid. If I'm going to describe what I had at this Pub 99 I'm talking about, um, (laughs) I would order steak tips, which would come with like broccoli or something as its side and like mashed potatoes. And that was that meal. And then I'd order a side salad on top of that. Mm -hmm. So no fries. There's no chance of double fries, only if I were to add fries. But they had a deal where it was like, you know, two two more dollars for a side salad, like specifically the side salad. I don't know. No meal is complete without French fries. I'm sorry. What is your ideal salad? Is it French fries and ketchup? <laughs> <laughs> yes. But no, really, I, I like spinach leaves. That's that's my go-to leaf if I have the my choice in the matter. Um, and then... Let's I, say for your ideal salad, you do have the choice. <laughs> I do want to point out that uh, for the listener, you are wearing socks with French fries on them. <laughs> that's true. Listen, I have a brand and my brand is French fries. I like I like strawberries on it. Strawberries. Um, I usually do mozzarella cheese. Maz. If I'm making the salad, this is what I'm making at home. Sometimes I put a little bit of chicken, and then green onions, and almonds. Um. And sometimes, if I'm feeling crazy, I will um, roast ramen noodles. Like you break mm. them up and you roast them with soy sauce, and that's kind of like another crunchy topping. Wow. Interesting. And then I like a um, like a raspberry vinaigrette. You remind me that I also like green bell peppers or yellow on my salads. I'm not a big red fan. What? <laughs> Red's the best. I like I like the red ones raw. I don't like uh I like them raw with like I like the, dipping them in like a ranch like a, like a mm-hmm. a veggie platter. Yeah. But I don't like them on my salads mm-hmm. or cooked. Okay. 
<laughs> I like my salads really green. So every ingredient has to be green. <laughs> I think green peppers are sometimes really sad because they don't have any good flavors. They're just like sad peppers. I think they all taste good. <laughs> Kaylee, what's your opinion? I'm just in my head. I'm like how, trying to remember how each flavor tastes and what I like. And that's the orange ones we didn't talk about. Oh, the orange yeah, ones are good. The yellow ones are good. good. I feel like I would go orange or, or yellow. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe a green. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe a red. I think red's at the bottom for me. I'm sorry, Emily. Um, well, I'm sorry that you're wrong. Well, at any rate, I think salad talk might be over. <laughs> Darn it. Uh, is it time? It is time to move on to this second segment. I don't know if we consider intro to be one segment or all of... I don't know. Was everything prior to this the first segment? I think this is our first segment. Okay. And now, when, wait, what is the first segment? What we're going into or we already did? Well, what we're going into. Oh, we're going to have a hard disagreement about this, but let's <laughs> let's kick it off. This is red bell peppers all over again. <laughs> yeah. Tea talk, tea talk, tea talk, tea talk. We're talking tea today. Now, my problem is <laughs> pre-tea talk has to be a segment because it's part of but it doesn't have to be the whole the whole the whole podcast is one big thing and then we divide it up into smaller segments the first part isn't nothing it's the intro (laughs) the intro segment (laughs) i would say it's the intro and then this is the first segment Mm. and it's the second segment Mm. i uh my math my math brain this is like what's the what's the um the uh the post Fat post accounting post fallacy i'm getting this wrong but it's oh like boy. how many posts you have an offense versus how many segments of offense you have because it's, you have one extra post yeah. and one fewer fence no, i knew that this, i know that okay well we just ended fence one <laughs> then we had a post and now we're in fence two <laughs> i can't have this conversation we're gonna talk about this tea <laughs> okay what tea do we got uh this is another david's tea tea that i got for free this is banana grapefruit this is a black tea with apple, candied mango, black tea, banana chips, apple pomace, sunflower blossom, blossoms, grapefruit peel, and natural flavoring. And I was told by Matt not to read the copy on the packaging because he has better better copy from I found the, internet. the internet. How it tastes. Bright, zesty, creamy, and fruity, like a tropical citrus smoothie. Which I will add that before we even started this or i read this i called this a smoothie when we were just talking about what it would be hey smoothie lovers try this day brightening fruity black tea blend with creamy banana and a splash of zesty pink grapefruit it's a tropical treat you can sip anytime try it on the rocks for a deliciously caffeinated iced tea that'll leave you invigorated and totally refreshed it's bananas um we're not drinking it on on the rocks no. Even though it also says later in the, it says later like sip hot or top with ice for iced tea. I feel like we got pressured into thinking we were supposed to drink this iced, but I, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, I have some questions. Do we taste the grapefruit? Yes, I do. Yeah, I would agree as well. I would agree. And this may be your second question, so I apologize if I'm overstepping. No, you're not. Okay. But I would say I taste grapefruit. I taste bananas. Mm. Mm. I agree with that as well. Interesting. What are our thoughts on this team before I get too far in? Not like, don't get, I mean, what what do we think? Like, is it zesty? That's what I want to know. <laughs> is it zesty? Before I say too much, is it zesty? <laughs> 
Uh, sure. Yeah, I'm like, not, I mean, to me, I think zesty, I think, is a little bit of a kick to it. I think, like, punchy, zesty is like, whereas, I mean, I think actually as an iced tea, it might be a little zestier, but as, as in hot form, it's sort of, um, it's not especially, like, in a good way. I would say it's not there's like a definitely taste of fruit but it's not like an overpowering it's not that it's not like the tartness of right. grapefruit it's yes. like there's just the taste of grapefruit yeah and it smells so strongly of citrus mm. yeah um both of you question both of you put sugar in yours question I did not mark? you did not I did not you did not I considered okay. it I it, the sugar is here the sugar yes. is but I'm like I don't need it and uh, I'm someone who typically will like over sugar things so i'm like but yes. i don't need it because it's still it's actually very sweet that's what i was going to ask because i mm-hmm. wasn't ahead of uh pre-podcast you both had talked about potentially adding sugar <laughs> neither of you have yes mm-hmm. but i was going to say this is already sweet if you yes. added sugar probably be too sweet <laughs> that was my thinking because it smelled when i opened up the packaging and i smelled it i was like oh this just smells like sugar oh, i think that's from the candied mango um Probably. And so I decided I would yeah. try it before I decided to put sugar in it. And I decided no sugar. Mm. Well, so the so the bag you're you're Emily's reading from the packaging. Uh so does that say it says candied mango on it? Mm-hmm. So on the website it says apple. Yeah, let's compare the ingredient list. Because you said even the apple oh wait, yeah. So this is apple, mango, parentheses, mango, comma, sugar. <laughs> yeah. Close parentheses. Doesn't say candied mango. It says it's literally going mango and sugar <laughs> together. Uh, black tea, and then it says banana chips. Parentheses banana refined coconut oil sugar flavoring. Close parentheses. <laughs> so there are several different ingredients here. Oh, there's even more stuff than that. Um, oh, and it also has natural flavoring with stevia extract. So there's stevia in there's this already, too. Yeah, right. there's already so much. So sugar. there's three. Yeah. There's two kinds of actual sugar and one kind of plant-based sugar. <laughs> Why, why do we think they have slightly different ingredient lists? Do you think there's like a, a letter amount that they can use on this packaging? Hmm. Um, probably just um, one of them can be more easily updated than the other. Yeah. So maybe that the website got clarified or something and the packaging has not been clarified. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, that tracks. That would be my guess. I want to go back to this banana business. Mm. Mm-hmm. In life... Would you pair banana and grapefruit? No. Thinking. <laughs> I'm like, would I? <laughs> I feel like it wouldn't be my first thought. It's hard to go back. I have to to really think about it. I have to go back to before I experienced this tea. <laughs> my yeah. life free banana grapefruit tea. Yeah, because now I'm like, yeah, I would. But before that, I don't know. I have to be honest and say, I don't know. I would because, you know, both fruits, but from very different, I feel like, spectrums of, yeah. of fruit. I don't ever have grapefruit. I don't ever period. have grapefruit either. Unless it's in a mixed fruit cup and I have to have it. Ugh. But like, I wouldn't, like if I was making a fruit cup mm-hmm. or like a fruit salad, I wouldn't put, I feel like I would leave, like I wouldn't put banana and grapefruit in. Mm. i don't think i'd put a banana and citrus I, in it i was gonna say i feel like you don't put banana in fruit salad because it's just because it just mushy. gets brown yeah. yeah um it's not uh it's not firm enough to put in a salad yeah but I also going back to salads i also don't think i'd put citrus in a fruit salad 
People put mm. don't people put uh, like especially like mandarin oranges like I or, guess. small yeah. small little I guess. Or no clementines is what I mean clementine I love a clementine yeah uh, I don't think I would have banana I don't have grapefruit really ever but I don't think I'd put banana and grapefruit together so I found this combo interesting mm-hmm. yeah. I, I guess I could have a smoothie like this, which is what this is going for. Like, I can imagine ordering this at a place. I wouldn't think to do it, but I could look at a menu and be like, interesting. I'll have that, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, do we think it's creamy? I get a little bit of the creaminess from, I think, the banana. Yeah, I, I agree like with bananas that. Are, I feel like the grapefruit is the zest and the banana is the, the creaminess. Yeah. Which is also why I wouldn't think to pair them, but... You know, here we are. Yeah, here we are. Here we are with this tea together. Uh, I mean, it calls it creamy. It says specifically creamy banana. Mm. So it is inferring that it is the banana doing that. Now, I eat a smoothie almost every day and I put a banana in it. Mm. Uh, Also, typically mango and strawberry, but never grapefruit. When I make a smoothie, Mm. I do frozen berries. So like blueberries, strawberries, blackberries, raspberries, and banana. That's my, that's my. That's a nice That's salad. Yeah, this is good. Get going from the subject of what do you put in your salad to what do you put in your smoothie. <laughs> Never peanut butter. Frozen peanut butter is bad. Hmm. I don't put frozen peanut butter in. I put... But then it's with the ice and it's cold. Oh, I don't put any ice in. I just use the frozen veggies. Well, yeah, but frozen it's fruits. still cold. It's okay. Um, I, just, I also know there's grapefruit peel in this, which is maybe why it's not like... Yeah. Uh, so... In, it's not... The bad kind of grape. It doesn't have any negative qualities of grapefruit and its bitterness. Not that I'm saying grapefruits are bad just because I don't eat them. <laughs> That's also so when you bake and it calls for the zest of like a lemon, it's the peel. You like yeah. create the peel. Mm. So maybe that's why it's zesty. Mm. That's it. When you zest something, you're, yeah. yeah. Kaylee, to go away from this tea for a little bit, yeah. can I ask you a question? Sure. What is your relationship to tea? Uh, I, I enjoy tea. I, I would say I am a tea drinker. Um, I feel like I will, I rarely, um, order it like while I'm out. Like if I'm like in the morning rushing or something, I'll get like a coffee because I feel like that's easier to like order and like, there's not the process of like steeping it and then Mm -hmm. like taking the tea bag out. Um, but if I'm like home, I will definitely, um, I, I like like a good, like strong black tea of like an English breakfast or an Irish breakfast, um, with a lot of like milk and sugar generally. Um, and I do, I like iced tea sometimes. I feel like it's refreshing. Do you drink much tea besides black tea or do you strict, stick strictly to the black teas? Um, generally stick to the black tea. The only exception, I feel like sometimes if I'm like, if I have a cold or something, I might like drink some like herbal tea. Mm-hmm. Um, I've recently started like drinking like iced green teas at times. Um... It's like, yeah, I mean, I feel like growing up, I, you know, I didn't really drink a lot of tea. It was like, sort of, seemed sort of bitter. And now I've like, you know, as I've grown, my, my taste buds have gotten a little bit more. Yeah. You know, I'm like, you know what, um, maybe it's not, doesn't have to be super sweet all the time. Yeah. But this, this tea is actually sort of a compromise. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's black tea and yeah. it's an herbal tea because there's so <laughs> many, so many fruits in it. It's very light in the glass, though. It is very light in the glass. <laughs> I um, I think I said this to both of you, but there's there was like three black tea leaves, I feel like, in yeah. the entire one-ounce container I have. <laughs> so it's not heavy on the black tea. 
no, it's got a lot of a lot of the fruits. Yeah. Uh, and actually, I mean, I guess it usually it's by weight, but even in the ingredients, apple and mango are higher than mm-hmm. black tea on the list. Yeah. There's more apple and more mango than there is black tea. Much more. Um, usually it's the opposite. Usually the tea is the most. <laughs> um, all right. Should okay. we, um, uh, is it time? Ask the question. Mm-hmm. You go first. Okay. Hey, Kaylee, I have a question for you. Yeah. I know I just had a question for you, but now I have a new question for you. So many questions. So many questions. I'm sorry. I'm right. Re- no, I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> Would you describe this banana grapefruit tea by David's Tea as your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? I would describe this banana grapefruit tea by David's Tea as my cup of tea. I enjoy it. Good. Wow. Um, Congratulations, I'm David. So pleased you said the whole name back to me. <laughs> oh, that that warmed my heart. Thank you. <laughs> of course. Um, I guess I'll ask you now, Matt. Oh, sure. Matt, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Would you describe this David's tea, banana grapefruit black tea, that is good for a tro- that is a tropical day bre- brightening blend of creamy banana and zesty grapefruit you can sip any time? As your cup of tea, or not your cup of tea. Thank you for asking me. Um, you know, I I was just like, it, I I thought at first I was like I enjoy this tea, but then you were asking me, and I was like, do I, how do I how much do I really like this tea? <laughs> um, I'll say that I don't dislike the tea. Um, but I'm not like a huge fan of it either. But I'm still going to give it a my cup of tea because I don't hate it. And I, I'm i having an okay time, but I would not ever like order this again. <laughs> so then I feel like, Matt, I think you need to I just say it's not your cup of tea. I'm like, I, it's like, but it's okay. It's almost okay to do once. Like sometimes you see a movie and it's like, that's a pretty good movie, but I don't need to see it again. doesn't mean it's a bad movie. It just means you're like, I've seen it. I acknowledge it. I don't want to see it again. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, fine. Um, okay, fine. Because I don't, I don't not like the tea. That's the other thing. I feel like my, I feel like when I say it's not my cup of tea, that's that's only supposed to be like the bottom five percent of teas, and this is not bottom five percent. <laughs> you're you're in the top ninety five percent. You're you're just basically my cup of tea. <laughs> that you don't feel good. You're judging me with your eyes I just feel and like your you mouth. Need to, I feel like you say that I often I rate the teas harsher than you, but you're sitting here saying that you want to drink this tea again. I, I okay. Not- I would. If offered this tea, I would drink it again. If someone was just like, I have this tea, do you want a cup? I'd have some. Okay. But you would, you would not seek it out? I would not seek it out myself. Do you think if the ratios were different and there's more black tea, would that change your opinion? Uh, maybe. Maybe. It kind of reminds... Like, I kind of... It's one of those things where you almost feel like you're drinking not the thing. Like, you're, you're drinking a fake version of a thing. <laughs> like, it keeps talking about being a smoothie. And I like smoothies, so I kind of like... I kind of wish I was drinking a smoothie while I'm having <laughs> this, you know, because um, I'm not actually getting the, ben- I'm getting the benefits of tea, but not the benefits of a smoothie. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Kay- Kaylee, if there was more black tea in this, would that increase your enjoyment or lower your enjoyment of this tea? Um, I think I would, in- I think it would increase. I'm at that point, it might not be sweet. Like I might need to add some sugar. Okay. Yeah. But I would like, if anything, it maybe is even like too sweet. It's a little sweet. Let me tell you another thing that also is making me <laughs> judge this tea this way is because I, here's my morning routine. I make breakfast. 
Oh, I'll start even earlier than that. First, I wake up. No, <laughs> I I put a pot of hot water in my tea kettle and I turn on the stove and I start that hot water. Then I start making breakfast. While I'm making breakfast, one of the things I also make with my ver- with my breakfast, with my toast, with my eggs, with my orange juice. It's quite the breakfast. With my vitamins. Wow. Wow. Okay, I, we get it. You're healthy. <laughs> I uh, I'm also making a smoothie because I. Usually, a glass of orange juice is not enough for me to drink, nor are the two cups of tea I'm making, <laughs> but also the smoothie. Too many liquids. <laughs> I like to drink a lot right, a- right away. <laughs> Get all those fluids in me at once. So, all that is to say, if I'm making breakfast and I'm making a smoothie, I'm not making this tea along with it because I don't want to have a smoothie and a smoothie tea at the same time. Yeah. That's Redundant. ridiculous. <laughs> um. I kind of want to try it now, but it sounds ridiculous. Okay, hear me out on this one, the two of you. Uh-huh. We take this tea, we freeze it, mm-hmm. and we use it as ice cubes in our smoothies. Is that too wild? I feel like you're going to get so many tastes <laughs> with that smoothie. It's going to be the weirdest smoothie. Yeah. I don't put ice in my smoothies. Either do I, but I'm saying in this world where I do, mm-hmm. you could, this is a thing you could do. My smoothies are one banana. <laughs> a spoonful of greek yogurt <laughs> coconut milk coconut beverage i should say from trader joe's <laughs> and then um five to ten pieces of frozen either strawberry or mango or combination of the two okay and maybe i put honey in if i want to get if i want to get crazy <laughs> whoa <laughs> do you guys want to hear my smoothie please oh thank god so greek yogurt a banana so we're there so far um an amount of greek yogurt i don't have like a set amount it's just whatever feels right in that moment um and then a combination of raspberries strawberries and whatever frozen berries i have then just a little bit of agave mm. kind of like honey do you have smoothies in them ever i i actually i rarely have a smoothie i mm. would say um i don't own any sort of blender device um i'm trying would i ever order one rarely sometimes like i'll get like one with like a lot of frozen yogurt or something but in general mm. i'm not a big smoothie drinker which is why it's interesting that i enjoy this tea mm. i got a magic bullet for christmas one year that mm. began the journey yeah <laughs> um, that's all it takes yeah <laughs> to bring this back to salads mm. oh. the smoothie i make is based off of a just salad smoothie mm. which has all those same ingredients that i already listed wow including agave yeah wow i love just salad <laughs> Emily. Matthew. I have a question for you. Me? Yes. Mm. Oh, wow. Bringing this back to the question part of the <laughs> podcast. Um, and just like a salad is a mix of ingredients, we want this to be a mix of opinions. What, <laughs> what, do you, what is your verdict? Do you find David's tea, banana grapefruit, to be your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? Wow. Thank you so much for asking. Um. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you guys about my journey with this tea. Mm. One, it was free, which I love. But that's because I spend money at David's Tea and then I got, I got points and I got free tea. But besides the fact that it's free, I would describe this as my cup of tea. But I had the opposite journey as Matt, as Matt, where I at first was like, eh, this is fine. It's probably not my cup of tea. Then the more I sipped it, I'm like, you know what? I think this is my cup of tea. Different journey, same destination. Yeah. <laughs> Except for your destination, you're just saying it's your destination. I just don't want the. I just don't want this with my smoothie. 
<laughs> I don't want to eat, drink this and a smoothie at the same time. That's really where I think my opinion's coming from. If I didn't drink smoothies ever, this would probably be a better tea. Perhaps like a mid-afternoon. Yeah. Like pick me up. Some low caffeine to... Yeah. Yeah. I think the thing is, though, like when I make my tea in the morning, I make like enough for me to have three cups and I am having them throughout the day. <laughs> like I'll have one immediately. Um, yeah. I have them back to back to back, but it takes me like mm-hmm. three hours to finish it all. <laughs> There's some microwaving usually involved to reheat the water. <laughs> this is an absurd amount of liquids first thing in the morning. I didn't know this is how many liquids. Uh, you really, Yeah. Well, it's all about, <laughs> it's because I don't drink enough like water throughout the day. Like I, like if I was really healthy and I would just drink water the whole day, that would be better but instead i just like with breakfast binge through all the liquids i can so that way i've got a good base to start my day with um i'll have some more tea too emily if you don't mind pouring would you like some more tea yeah i'll throw some more tea up there we're all refilling tea here now everyone at home (laughs) or in their cars as we discussed or on the subway or (laughs) where people listen to podcasts in bed it'd be great actually i don't know if anyone has tried to like I guess it would be hard to plan it, but like actually like purchase the tea themselves and drink along with the podcast. Oh, well, we, oh, that's true. It's in the description. Yeah. Um, so we could do could, a thing where yeah. we like ahead of time tell yeah. people like, hey, this week we're going to be drinking this tea. It's like this movie podcast where they like review a movie or something and yeah. some people watch it ahead of time. Yeah. I've heard of there's like some book club uh, yeah, podcast too. too. Um, yeah, that would be a good idea. We're not that, we're not that good. <laughs> Emily, you seem... I just had such a hard time getting back to the microphone. <laughs> One might argue you're still not quite there. <laughs> I would argue that, listener. Um. <laughs> right now you look like you're being attacked by the microphone. Yeah. Emily has this thing where she always wants to refill the tea, even though I'm right here. <laughs> I, just... I, I could do it with no additional effort. I literally, I'm, I can touch the teapot from where I'm sitting Everyone just can hand me their tea glasses or whatever teacups, tea glasses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, um, well, no, the, uh, hmm? I don't know if I would describe these as glass. They're ceramic. No, but yeah. I just said it. No, I know. I'm just. I was trying to see if you could get away with it. I don't think you can. No. Um, no. We I'll won't th- let that slide on this <laughs> on this tea podcast. Too authentic here. Um, yeah. Well, I'll let everyone know at home that we steeped this tea just the right amount of time and at the right temperature. <laughs> And uh, everything here has been done perfect, other than when oh. I said tea glasses. <laughs> you can just edit that out. Yeah. Oh no, it's staying in. Yeah. What do you? What do you? What say do you have? <laughs> I edit these. <laughs> uh, I that I think it should be left in. Should I send you these files so you can edit this week? Yeah. Well, do I think it. if we just also reference it throughout, <laughs> yeah. then it's yeah. like you it's can't like, take you it can't out because then there's out. like lack of context. Yeah. Like now you'd have to take all of this yeah. out, which I could. <laughs> Oh no! And no, I, you cannot. And I have, I have. Why is this podcast this week so short? <laughs> I have not recent, not in a long time. But there was one episode I cut out. It was, it was. We had no guest, so I didn't, I didn't cut any guest talking out. But I cut like twenty minutes out of an episode that me and Emily were talking because I thought it ran too long, and there was just this whole tangent we went on that I was like, I'm cutting this whole thing <laughs> out. It's not that interesting, and our episode is so long. <laughs> And it was just like, yeah, a solid 20 minutes just disappeared forever. <laughs> People are missing some great content. Um, I can only, only imagine I was funny. I got to listen to it and no one else will ever get to listen to it. Oh. I still I still technically have the files. I didn't delete okay. I didn't delete it from existence. Like a bonus episode. We, ha- we, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I 
if I ever felt like it, I could put together <laughs> like a few dumb episodes of just like cut content, but these, uh, these are very lightly edited and no, I will not be taking the last five minutes out <laughs> as anyone listening to this at home will now know none of this got cut out. T-talk done. T-talk complete. Okay. Kaylee, thank you so much for being on this podcast. Mm. I've, we've had so much fun. Yes. However, Agreed. everything that has already been said does not matter anymore because it's time for your topic. Great. Kaylee, what's your topic? Uh, so I would like to talk about anxiety and fear. <laughs> Two of my favorite things to talk about, honestly. Uh, I would describe myself as a person who has had a lot of both anxiety and fear, and so I'm like oddly comfortable with it. <laughs> This is a great topic. Anxiety well, and fear. Yeah. Anxiety and fear. So let's talk a little bit about those two things. Yeah. Um, you said you've had a lot of it. Yeah. Um, what's some, what are some things that you have anxiety or fear of? Sure. Um, so I would say for like basically all my life, I've had like pretty severe social anxiety to the point where as a kid, I like did not talk a lot to like strangers and, and things. Hmm. Um like would you know for like doctor's appointments or like classes and stuff I was homeschooled but like would take classes at like things I was interested in and so I would like those cases I would sort of push myself to talk but Mm -hmm. just generally very like shy Mm self-conscious um and then yeah to the point where it was actually like affecting my life and so went to like a couple like child psychiatrists and things mm-hmm. as a kid which I didn't, I didn't really like um more anxiety yeah exactly <laughs> uh and then yeah I think I was like an adult when I actually was like okay let's like deal with this because it's affecting my life so um did um cognitive behavioral therapy which is a, a type of very, very specific type of therapy which is um basically like changing your thought patterns Mm -hmm. uh so you know you sort of with a therapist you talk about like things that you know things that make you anxious you you sort of like rate them on a scale of like (laughs) how anxious they make you uh like different situations like for me it was like a lot of different social situations um and then and you sort of like examine like what are the theories you you have about those Mm -hmm. because it's 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 just an effort to sort of reprogram your brain and be like you know, be like, well, actually, like, what are the chances that, you know, <laughs> you get into, like, a conversation with someone and, like, totally just make a fool out of yourself and, like, <laughs> embarrass yourself horribly? <laughs> uh, I was like, well, it's, it happens sometimes, but <laughs> overall, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say it has not happened, but also, you know, <laughs> even if you do it, it's survivable and so things like that. And then, yeah, and then going out and, like, putting yourself into situations that, that stress you out. Mm-hmm. Um, talking on the phone, things like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like to avoid that at and all then, cost. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> same. I mean, still, still same. But like, you sort of like it, you do those experiences, and then you sort of go like, okay, like, what ha- was it as bad as I thought it was going to be? And like, in almost all cases, it's like, nope. I I think you're in a I think you're in good company right now with maybe <laughs> I think we got three anxious people <laughs> oh, on the I podcast right now. <laughs> um, I I tend to be. I, I tend to have this problem, it sounds like the reverse, mm. where I'm usually not super anxious about um, entering social situations, although that is very dependent on the social situation. Mm. But then I'm very anxious 
the next day whether I said something stupid the previous day or not. And I really dwell on that more than I probably ever should because it's Uh, that thing where you think other people are thinking about you more. Uh, I forget what that's called, but um, it's the idea that like other people don't care about you as much as you think they care about like every little thing. And even though you're overanalyzing every word you said yeah. they're just like letting it go <laughs> are they're in their head thinking about what they're, they're saying yeah yeah, Which yeah. Is sort of yeah um but that's usually that's my uh little anxiety stress mm-hmm. thing that normally occurs i'm like oh, why did i say yeah. all those stupid things last night you stupid idiot <laughs> that's what i say to myself yeah. every morning when i'm having my smoothie <laughs> <laughs> you're making your five you're putting liquid, all of your yeah. horrible conversations <laughs> up I'm drowning myself in liquids. <laughs> For me, it's like lying awake in bed. I'm like, oh, why, why did I say God. that thing? <laughs> There's so much happening here that I yeah. relate to. Um, so mine is definitely lying awake in bed, mm. reliving every single horrible thing I've said. For the, at least the past five years, sometimes it goes back further than oh. that. Is that li- is this um, for both of you? Is this lying awake before you go to sleep or the next morning? Both. Both. Um, mostly going to sleep, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it's. It's like a more of a going to sleep thing because you're just yeah, lying there being like, okay, so your brain sort of cycling yeah. through like, well, well, what what do we think about now? Yeah. <laughs> what just a terrible lo- thing did you do? <laughs> remember that? that thing? And also remember that thing you did 10 years ago. <laughs> this is po- possibly unlocking why I stay up late enough where I just fall asleep without thinking. Maybe I'm trying to okay. <laughs> block this from happening. <laughs> great. This is like a great therapy session. I'm really glad I brought um, it. I also... In social situations, I can become very anxious, mm. and I never quite know when it's going to happen. Um, sometimes I will be, like, fine, and then all of a sudden I'm just like, I can't say anything else. Like, it's mm. just like, and then if I start not saying something, and then it's like a, it's like a snowball, where then it's just like, oh, I, I, now it's worse. Now mm. I haven't said anything in five minutes. Now I haven't said anything in ten minutes. Oh, my God, this is the worst night of all time. <laughs> just say something. <laughs> um, and then... I also do like the next day I'll dwell on things. Mm. So yeah, <laughs> I started to go to therapy, but I didn't like the therapist, and then I still yeah. haven't gone back. That's I mean I'm no, that was a while ago. That was a while ago, and I haven't <laughs> found someone. Yeah, I'm I'm not currently in therapy. There's times I'm like I should probably like go back and try and try and find someone, but it is that's like that's the hardest part is like finding someone that you like and that you get. I mean you know sometimes it happens right away. It's but you don't if it doesn't. I mean. The hard part, I think, is like a lot of people sort of think like, oh, I tried therapy and it wasn't for me. And it's like, well, you like really got to like shop around a little bit mm-hmm. before just like writing off the entire idea of therapy. It's mm-hmm. like finding a uh, bad barber and be like, I'm not getting haircuts anymore. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah haircuts are just not for me. Turns out I had one bad haircut and they're not for me. <laughs> um, the therapist I was seeing started to have me do like some cognitive behavioral mm-hmm. therapy therapy stuff but it I, I didn't stay long enough for it to like stick yeah. but i i have a lot of catastrophic thinking she said mm. where i assume that the absolute worst is going to happen yeah or like in in a small situation like i just think of like like only the bad things that could happen not even the medium or good things mm. yeah wow <laughs> it's true i i know i do it <laughs> <laughs> well i feel like i mean part of it is just being aware of it yeah and like because that's the thing with like a lot of anxiety is like it's irrational and you know it's irrational. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh boy, <laughs> I gotta get to that realizing it's irrational yeah. part. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, sometimes you know it is rational. There are situations in which you should be anxious and have fear. 
Yeah, if I just say something really stupid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like tea glasses. Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have such anxiety. I'm not going to talk for the rest of the podcast. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, man. So beyond social situations, mm-hmm. oh, what are some other things we're anxious about? Well, I a real life story, I guess that mm-hmm. actually I told you about the other day, Emily, but I had to, uh, it's, it's funny, like, okay, so the three of us are people who do improv and other mm-hmm. comedic uh, endeavors. So inevitably, we audition for things and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So there's like, rejection you can get. And uh, I will actually know by today, <laughs> that this ep- not today, as in the actual date it is, which I'm not gonna say out loud. But uh, today, February 13th, Galentine's Day, I will have known the results of a uh, a packet that I submitted, online writing submission thing. Mm-hmm. And so normally, I'll get like a... Sometimes my heart will race if like I'm on stage and nervous or like doing an audition. Um, not often, but you know, sometimes. But I actually had my heart like racing as I submitted this writing packet, which I was like, I'm not even doing this in front of a person. <laughs> I'm literally submitting it to a computer and I should be more fine with it. <laughs> but it was definitely like giving me anxiety to be like, oh God, here it goes. Pressing the button, <laughs> submitting. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's, a, it's a, not a great feeling, but I'll know by now today, okay. Valentine's Day. <laughs> fingers crossed for future future you future me yeah um okay are there other things you're anxious about besides social situations um i would say i have a pretty persistent fear of death uh in general Mm. um you know and like also heights and like uh like being on things that go very fast i don't like any sort of like roller coasters i don't i don't get the appeal of like amusement park rides i feel like there's like there's like a chance that you could die and i'm like i'm not gonna take that so the, for me personally i'm like not not a fan of of that although i will say um like a f- few years ago i think i went to um it was disney world and I went on the uh, Tower of Terror because I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm older now. Maybe I maybe I'm not scared anymore <laughs> I'm of proud these of things. Of the Tower of Terror. Yeah, I was like, this sounds fine. <laughs> uh, and um, and also I was like really curious. Like I wanted to see it because like I really like the Twilight Zone. It had a really cool sort of. It's a very well decorated. Like you sort of um, as you get into it, you sort of walk around mm-hmm. like this this old sort of hotel. Um, it's like it's very cool and like Disney of course does things you know very well uh, spends a lot of money so I was like oh I'll try it so I like <laughs> strapped myself in and immediately I was like oh this is a mistake because <laughs> uh, it's, it's I mean it's really like I could have probably chosen better if I was like I'm going to do a scary a scary ride because that's steps like steps that led up to yeah because that's that's one where it like really is like uh it drops like, you, right? Yeah, it drop, drops you. And that's like the, like, your stomach is just like, oh. Like, you feel the drop. And, like, as there, there's like a small child next to me who is fine. And, like, I'm, I'm, I don't, like, necessarily scream or, like, get, I just, like, sort of, I get very quiet and I just sort of prepare for the end. <laughs> and there were, like, actually, <laughs> literally, like, tears in my eyes as I was. Prepare for the end. Yeah. I was just like, well, this is it. This is, this fun thing will definitely kill me. 
I will say, but you survived. I did, and I and then that that's actually kind of a fun feeling afterwards of like <laughs> survival. <laughs> that adrenaline rush of like, you know, I made it. <laughs> I had a similar experience. Um, I was uh, in Costa Rica a couple of years ago, or I guess like last year. Um, it was with a group who all went. Um, what, what's that called? It's um, in the sky. It's like skydiving. <laughs> it's not skydiving. <laughs> you're attached to a bungee jumping. No, you're attached to a rope, and not a well, like a a thing. You're going through the trees. Oh, zip lining. Zip lining. Yes, oh, thank okay. you. I was like. <laughs> Mm-hmm. trying to remember what it was called uh so yeah it was like very far up in like the canopies basically and like everyone else was doing it so i was like sure i'll, I'll go along and then immediately there i was like oh no <laughs> I, that that's not that's my fear of heights coming in because it's very high off the ground yeah i uh i've actually done the exact zip lining thing and i was mm. terrified going on it i have this thing where like a lot of stuff like that so okay to back up i've been on the tower tower and i love it and mm-hmm. i but i used to not like rides very much mm-hmm. And I, th- like, it takes me time. And, like, once I've, now now I'm great with rides. Like, mm-hmm. uh, Disney, actually, I went to the Disneyland, and mm-hmm. the Tower Tower there has been redone as, to be um, Guardians Guardians oh, of the yeah, Galaxy yeah. themed. But it's essentially the same ride. And my friend who's sitting next to me, like, on one of the drops, like, grabbed my arm and screamed. Like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, hey, dude, uh, <laughs> you scared about this ride? I uh, hope he's listening. Um, shouts to that guy. <laughs> shouts to him, Ryan. Um, Hi, Ryan. Hey. Ryan. Um... <laughs> But like I, I sympathize, Ryan. No judgment for me. Yeah, <laughs> but I just want to say, Ryan, a little bit of judgment. Wow. Okay. No, not really. I'm sorry. I take it back. <laughs> I'm judging him, and it's okay. Um, but he, uh, or no, I will scream on those rides out of like enjoyment. Like mm. now, I just like go nuts. And um, but it tends to be like this thing where like if I've ne- if I've never done it and it's kind of scary, mm. or I've never done anything like it. Like roller coasters, I can sort of like make one roller coaster. I can say like, oh, that's like this other roller coaster, and that's fine. But I did have to go ziplining, which I'd never, I had never done. And I was like out for a bachelor party and everyone was like, all of us like went and did it. And I was like looking at it. I was like, this is f- so frightening. <laughs> Every aspect of it seemed so frightening to me. And then I was on it and I was like, this is fun. <laughs> and now I probably would do it again. But like leading up to it the first time, I'm like, I th- I'm like certain I'm going to die. <laughs> uh and we weren't even that high off the ground, so I probably wouldn't have died even if I fell. I mean, oh, this, I, this I, was very high. This was like certain death. I would have been. <laughs> this was like enough time that you could probably think about it as you were falling. Mm. Oh, but also beautiful. I beautiful would, view. Yeah. There's a way to go. You just let yeah. it go. Yeah. I would have been really hurt, like hurt real bad, but I wouldn't have died, I don't think. Okay. In some ways, <laughs> I mean, that might have been worse. Yeah, in some ways, yeah. <laughs> it would have been an agony. Yeah, I would have, yeah. Yeah, as opposed to just. And then you never know, like, so I guess there's the forward momentum. So if you fell and it was, you had like the, like, not the fall isn't the only thing hurting you. It's mm. also the forward momentum. So maybe yeah, I'd get mm. probably pretty hurt. But I, again, I was fine. <laughs> um, I went ziplining once when I was in high school for a 4-H thing. And I don't remember being super anxious about it. I just remember being like, this is just something that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that, we did this like ropes course. Mm-hmm. And then you like did the ropes course and then you went on the zip line afterwards. And I remember being very scared of the ropes course because you have to like jump over stuff. And I'm not very athletic. And so I didn't think I could. Emily having trouble getting back to the microphone earlier. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> picture that, but in the air. It's not considered self-athletic. Um, <laughs> actually, I'd say my athleticism is something I'm anxious about because mm. I can't. Like, I don't go to the gym a lot because I don't know how to use any of the things. 
and I don't know how to do like I don't know how to use any of the equipment and all the stuff like the I don't know any exercises to do on the stuff that's not the equipment. So I think I think some well, some of the reason I don't work out is anxiousness about how to use any of the stuff. But is that like anxiousness about being judged or anxiousness about like being injured? Oh, yeah. about being judged. Okay. That people will be like that yeah. girl looks so yeah. stupid. <laughs> Uh, Planet Fitness has pictures of all how to use everything on the... Yeah, they're not clear. Okay. <laughs> You're being judged. <laughs> um, I was going to say something. Oh, I don't think I'm that anxious about heights. I'm anxious mm. about time. Mm. Like, I don't mind being super late to things. Like, I'll be five to ten minutes late. No big deal. But if it's like, if there's like a strict cutoff, like if it's a show or like, like something that has an exact start time... I am just like, we have to get there 45 minutes early. Mm. We can't eat before. I'm like so anxious about time. Like I, we were going to my friend's wedding and we got stuck behind this train that was so long. And we got there like three minutes after the ceremony like was supposed to start, but it started late. And I was so anxious. I was like, we're going to miss this wedding. I wanted to leave 20 minutes before this, <sighs> but it's fine. We made it on time. <laughs> That's good. Shouts to the wedding for starting late. <laughs> I am I am always every, everywhere I need to be. I tend to be there. Like no. depending how far, if I have to take the subway, I aim to get there like a half hour early because I never want to be late to anything. Yeah. But I would say my the lateness thing is that I don't want to be like the person walking in that everyone sees being. Yeah, like, mm. it's all visual with you. So it's all about the judgment. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty. Um. So how, as you know, all three of us talked about, um, anxiety about judgment and and some some degree of like social situations or at least like embarrassment um would you and also through people who do improv would you say that like affects it at all um i feel like improv doing improv has helped my conversational anxiety mm. like just like the like making conversation with people because yeah. if i can go on stage and make something up like, well, I can have these conversations. And it's also, I've made lots of friends from improv. Yeah. So I think that's helpful. Um, I do think at times I don't, I will be afraid of looking stupid, so I won't do a move. Mm. And the teacher will be like, you should do that thing. I'm like, I know. I just, I didn't know if it was the right thing. But I feel like that happens less now. Yeah. Um, well, I'd say... I don't. I don't. I don't have any anxiety over performing uh, improv because I. I think I've had it embedded in me enough that there's no wrong choice. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, well that's good. <laughs> I don't have to worry about that. Or like, I also have like a th- at least if it's improv, and I'm good enough at improv where I know I'm not like making a, a complete fool of myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, like if I was like, if if I was bad at it. If I was, if I, if no one ever laughed at me, yeah. <laughs> like ever, I would probably be anxious about it. But um, now I know, like, if anyone's judging my my improv moves, I'm, I kind of put it on them. Like, well, they're just being, yeah. <laughs> they're they're being an unsupportive improviser, right. <laughs> and I'm able to like completely put that on them. And at the same time, I also don't. I'd say there's not like a crazy amount of, uh, 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 I don't put a lot of my own personal opinions into my improv Mm. so if somebody thinks like i'm i'm like you know i'm not afraid to play like even a character who's wrong in improv so it's like uh i don't have to worry about them judging my who i am as a person like my integrity (laughs) um 
so I guess it's it's funny because you'd think that improv would be like the most anxiety inducing mm-hmm. thing there is, but to me it's like actually the complete opposite. I feel pretty free doing improv. Yeah, <laughs> it's freeing. There's no mistakes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like how often have you had like the conversation with someone's like, oh, I could never, I could never do improv. Oh, so many and I'm times. like, I, I can do it. So like, I'm sure you can too. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, ideally, if you're like, I like, I feel like I like improv because like, when you're ideally, it's like a supportive environment where there's like a lot enough people like on stage that are all trying to take care of you. And, and to some extent, I feel like that. I mean, I definitely feel like that has helped uh, my anxiety. Um, and also because yeah, similar with conversations, I think um, sometimes I'll I'll sort of do a like thing of like um, making sure the other person is comfortable in the mm-hmm. conversation, which is sort of a similar to like an improv move of making sure they're comfortable in a scene because mm-hmm. it's like sort of knowing like, okay, this other person also probably feels, you know, uncomfortable. It's like the first time we're meeting. So I will like go out of my way to make them comfortable. And in that way, that also helps me. Um, I also yeah. love attention as much as I hate <laughs> attention. <laughs> So it's that weird, uh, like combination of always, yeah, wanting wanting attention as much as I as I shy away from it. So improv is is good in that respect. Look at me, no, don't. Yeah, basically. Um, I do like the attention. That's why mm. the next morning I have to be like, why did I say all those stupid mm-hmm. things when the attention was on me? <laughs> I I don't think I like attention i think that's part of my being afraid of being judged mm-hmm. is that it means people are paying attention to me um i um i like don't like t- to be looked at mm-hmm. or like like so I-, I lost my train of thought but i don't like if i'm out like i don't want people to like notice me i just want to hang out mm-hmm. with the people i already know and not be like i don't know I just like really, really need to be liked by people. <laughs> oh, I love being yeah. liked. Yeah, I just don't. You just don't mostly want it. Yeah, have yeah. attention. Hmm. Like when I was growing up, like if I would have to go get my hair done, or like mm. my mom would like, like I don't wear makeup, and I think part of it is is because like it's like an extra step where people are more likely to pay attention to you. I think mm. that's true, and also I don't know how to put it on, so I think I'd put it on <laughs> wrong, and people would be like, "Your makeup's on wrong." Oh no! Wow. I don't, uh, I will say I don't like talk. There's a lot of instances of um, people that sometimes they're like conversational uh, locations. I think of like getting my hair cut. Like some people are really great mm-hmm. at talking to the person who's cutting their hair. I will happily sit there in complete silence oh, <laughs> for nice. the, I mean, and it, uh, for the 20-ish, 30, I don't know how long it takes for me to get a haircut, but I will happily sit there in complete silence <laughs> for that whole time. I listen to other people's conversations. That's yeah. fine. Um, but like whenever they ask me questions, cause like some people are really talkative when they're getting their hair cut and I'm yeah. like, I'm not jealous of them because I'm fine not talking to that person, but I am impressed that they're like so easy to just like have a whole thing. And when the barber will like be like, Oh, so, uh, you have any plans tonight or whatever? I'm like, I'll just be like, yes, I'm going out. <laughs> that might be like, it. and then like, I don't have follow-ups. I don't know if I'm supposed to ask like, are you doing anything? Cause like. I don't know if that's the relationship we have <laughs> or if they're just being nice to me being like, what are you up to? But I like all kinds of situations like that. I just would be happy just being in my own head, mm-hmm. <laughs> monitoring my haircut, seeing if it's going well. <laughs> I have to take my glasses off when I get my haircut. So I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> it could look bad. It could look good. I don't know. You can't hear either when you take your glasses off. 
I don't need to hear for a haircut. Get out for of here. The, okay. Did I misspeak? <laughs> Anyways. Whoa. Feeling judged. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Mm. Um, I don't like public. Well, I didn't like public speaking. I would mm. say I don't, don't really do much public speaking like to other adults now. But my job is to public speak to children, mm. but that's different. But I, when I was in college, we I took like Psych 101, and with it, you had to do like these like research, like basically help people with their like psychology studies. And the one I did, I got into one that was like about like anxiety about public speaking, mm. and basically they just made me like record myself, like they like set up the camera and stuff, record myself doing public speaking, and then they would ask me questions afterwards, and I I think it did help, and then it like faded away because you don't public speak often. So like, it was like that repetition thing. Like you do it, you do it, you do it. You don't worry so much about it. But then once you pause doing it, it comes back. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. So the the topic at hand is anxiety Mm. and fear. Do we believe there is a difference between these things? Uh, um, Yeah. (laughs) And where does it lie if there is one? (laughs) I feel like, I mean, anxiety is, is a very loaded word. Mm -hmm. Um, because it's definitely like you can have like an anxiety disorder Mm -hmm. um, as I as I do social anxiety disorder Uh, (laughs) um, I I take Lexapro for and also depression uh, and have been in therapy Um, but also like anxiety is just also like a particular like just a word to describe Mm -hmm. feeling anxious uh, an emotion I guess yeah right Um, yeah but I feel like it it well, I was going to say it implies, like, irrationality, but not necessarily, because you can obviously have irrational fears as well. I guess you can have rational anxiety. So, um, I don't know. I feel I mean, like I just say anxiety is more loaded. I mean, something can make you mm. anxious, like, and it should. It, like, there are instances, like, you, you're. it's right to be fearful of a bear and mm. be anxious if you're in the vicinity of a live bear, which I have been. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that is, like rational like you should Mm -hmm. be scared and Mm -hmm. feel anxious if a bear is gonna murder you (laughs) um that's like uh you know helps you decide fight or flight and all that um i guess i'd say like if i'm if i were to say something is causing me anxiety i feel like i have a higher a higher physiological response to what is causing it so like either your heart racing or like sweating or something like that where I feel like I can have fears of things that do not mm. cause that. Like yeah. I also have a fear of heights, but it doesn't, I mostly just suck it up and I say, get over it. <laughs> like I'm very, I'm very suck it up about heights. Like, mm. cause it's like, I mean, even like the, like planes and stuff used to like scare me. And I'm like, I gotta be able to fly on planes. I can't be afraid of planes anymore. Yeah. And so well, it doesn't, that's another thing that I'm scared of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I still, I mean, I still think I have the fear somewhere. I've mm. just like, it no longer, has any effect it doesn't have an effect on me um where like that tends to be like the social stuff tends to be what will make me like the whole like submitting the writing packet how that like that i feel like was a case of me having anxiety and i have no fear of submitting a writing packet (laughs) that's the other thing (laughs) yeah and anxiety is often like an upcoming thing too it's like i have anxiety about this thing yeah coming up for me i think there is a difference but i'm not sure what i think the difference is like like I'm not afraid of social situations. I just mm-hmm. get nervous. Yeah. Right. Or anxious. But then 
I guess I don't know really what I would say I'm afraid of. It's mostly, I don't know. But I think there is a difference. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I'm like willing to willing to go into something that I am later, I am either anxious or later anxious to, and I'm not at all afraid of, but I'm like, I hope this goes well, that kind of feeling. <laughs> um, I used to be afraid of dogs and then I got a dog. Oh. Yeah. So I have like conquered fears just by being like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Gonna, <laughs> like dogs, they're nice. I yeah. like puppies. Yeah. I used to be kind of afraid of dogs too. I didn't get one, but I'm not afraid of them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I always had dogs, so I don't think I had any time to be afraid of them. Yeah. They were just something that was there. Yeah. I don't like anything that I think. I think I got like scratched by a dog when I was uh, not even a, like a little kid, but young enough where I was like... Um, I just don't like anything that causes me pain. I'm, I, it's not a fear or anxiety. It's just I don't like being hurt. And I don't think that's like uncommon. But like even like if a cat were to scratch, I was like, mm-hmm. if a cat is known for scratching people, I don't want to touch that cat. I like the idea of being scratched is not like like, but plenty of people are fine with it. I'm like, no, I don't want I don't want that to even be a possibility. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't like being uh, I'm just trying to avoid pain. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's it. I feel like you're trying to, like, fear is about avoiding pain mm. in, like, some way. Yeah. Not always, though. I don't know. <laughs> I guess sometimes I wish I had fear of things that I would later have anxiety about because then I would avoid them more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that's a weird way of thinking about it. Hmm. Anxiety and fear. I've never really put them side by side in this way before. <laughs> yeah. I don't like jump scares. Mm, I don't like suspense at all. Oh, yeah. This is the whole thing with you. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I just like, I like to know what happens. Like, yeah. um, I was telling Matt this, which is how he knows this. But I recently read a book Mm. that was about these two people. And it was their, like, relationship over 10 years. And, like, like, basically, like, you know they're going to get together. But it takes them 10 years. Mm. But I just had to make sure. So, like, I was, like, two chapters in, and I flipped to the last page. I'm like, okay, I can keep reading this book. They're going to end up together. I just, like, couldn't with the, like, the anxiety. I just, like, couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't live with it. Even though it was, like. It wasn't even, like, a scary It wasn't thing. scary it was at all. Like, and I knew what was going to happen. Yeah. I was, like, it's very clear what's going to happen. Yeah. I just needed to know. And no one's even there to judge you. Yeah. You're just there to judge yeah. yourself. I'm just there to judge myself. Wow. So, yeah, I don't like suspense or judgment. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't want people to judge me about my suspense. <laughs> I'm already judging you. Um, right. so, um, we are coming to a close on this a little bit, but did you have anything about anxiety or fear you wanted to get out? Uh, any more? Yeah. Anything more where you wanted to say before we close out I the podcast? I don't think so. Um, I feel like I've feel like I've covered it. Um, I mean, generally, just as I've sort of said before, which is that if it is, you know, something that is affecting your life, um, it is good to seek professional help. And sometimes you have to yeah. shop around a little bit before you find the right thing that works for you. Good advice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was not, this is not targeted. No, I know. I know. <laughs> um, it should be though. <laughs> I mean, I mean, same. Like I'm also like at yeah. where I'm like, probably should, we should go back to therapy, but I know I want to, I, I don't know if it's for specifically anxiety, although mm-hmm. it's probably partially anxiety but um i know i i've been really itching to get back to yoga classes because mm. it, it's uh i've not taken one in a long time and i used to go a ton and i do feel like i'm 
slightly more of a mess of a person <laughs> for not having gone in so long. Like clearer, clearer mind. Yeah. Uh, in lots of ways, lots of aspects, but uh, that tends to be my, that'll be my solution. I'm going to get back to real soon. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing yoga right now. <laughs> well, life must be perfect. Yep. Right now. Cause I'm literally doing it. Good post. What was that post? <laughs> I don't know. What's that post called you just did? Um, you made a little crown on your head. Yeah. Tree branch. Uh, Thank you. Thank you for not judging my (laughs) yoga pose. Okay. uh, (laughs) That is the end of anxiety and fear. That's the end of it. (laughs) (laughs) We've solved it. We've solved it. Uh, Thank you for bringing us that wonderful topic. Mm. Do you have anything you'd like to uh, plug to our our guests? Any shows or social medias or any of that stuff? Uh, yes, I have, uh, I believe one show remaining of, um, I've been doing the, uh, musical circuit at, at Magnet Theater, which is just like, you get a short run of, of, of people to do shows with. <laughs> so it's musical improv and it will be, I think, let me just check. It'll be the, I guess the last, is it the last, right? It's so, okay. So there won't be one on the 14th. We're off for for valentine's happy day. valentine's yeah. day <laughs> our president's day weekend so then the 21st would be 21st at 11 p.m my my musical improv team sweet apple will be up with two other uh improv teams wow so if anyone wants to stay out that late <laughs> <laughs> and these are fridays yeah fridays at 11 at the um the magnet theater okay. so, so right cool. after the other musical improv show which is premiere at 10 so Listeners. i will be there Listeners of this podcast are, I'm sure, familiar with the Magnet Theater. <laughs> old... It's on uh, 29th and 8th, right next to Haymaker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or come hang out at Haymaker afterwards, skip the show. And just... <laughs> yeah, just stay there. Yeah. Um, that gives me anxiety, too. If I go and see a show at the, if I go and see a show at the Magnet um, or at UCB, UCB, you go to Treadwell, Magnet, you go to mm. Haymaker or yeah. Walters, and you go to the bar, but you don't see like the late. So you see one show, but then you see the later show, and then the later show comes to the bar, and you're like, and they're like, you didn't come to our show. And I was like, oh, no, I already went to a show, and now I'm here. Sorry, I didn't see your show. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sure they're not thinking that at all, but I am. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Emily, you have anything to uh, plug or whatever? No. Uh, no. Yes? no. I will, but they're too far away. As of right now. As of the right now? The 13th of February? Going? Yeah. They're still too far away. Okay. They're in March. I know that. Yes. Uh, oh, well, t- if you're catching this right now, tonight at 6 o'clock, I have my uh, advanced study Herald class at UCB Hell's Kitchen. So listen to this and then rush over. Yeah. If you if you catch this between midnight and the end of your work day and you get to the end of the podcast, because I didn't plug it in the beginning... <laughs> Run over to the Mag, uh, the nope, UCB yep. <laughs> Hell's Kitchen. Um, I don't know, whatever. Or come, go to come. Treadwell after. Yeah. Or go to Just Treadwell go to after. Treadwell after like seven thirty. Se- yeah. Say seven- sorry, I missed your show. Yeah, <laughs> you have to buy me a drink if you do that, though. Um, <laughs> I'll take whatever. Treadwell is my preferred UCB place. Mm-hmm. Hey, Maker. Even though it's more expensive, I do prefer it to Walters. I'll say it. Sorry, Walters. And there's a Walters next to both. There's theaters. a Walters yeah. next to both. Sorry, Walters. Sorry. They don't have I feel good like cider. Treadwell is, is sort of the haymaker equivalent. Yeah. 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 Slightly you... more classy and expensive. Better beers. And better cider. Walters mm-hmm. only has Magners and it's not good. Wow. Shots fired. Magners hate. But please be a sponsor. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So I guess uh, 
follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, all of those are TBD podcasts, uh, all spelled out. And, uh, you know, if you're not already subscribed, if you're just listening to this through the web player or something like that, <laughs> web player. if you go to like, if you go to our website, you can just like click on the thing and just like play it on the online. That's a real thing. Someone would call it a web player. I'm calling it one right now. <laughs> Uh, I just haven't heard those two phrases next to each other. Well, people... Okay, so this, so the other day, I'm going on a flight tangent, even though we're supposed to be ending the episode. I saw somebody say something like, they were promoting a podcast somehow, but they were like, subscribe, but I, you're probably already subscribed, because why else would you be listening? And I'm like, no, that's not true. Mm. What if we, one of our guests' friends comes and listens, then they're probably just look, they click on the link we post, mm. they listen to that one episode, and we get to go subscribe. And they're like, that's a great idea. I'm going to open up my Apple Podcast app on my iPhone <laughs> and subscribe right now. Or I'm going to open up Google Podcasts on my Android. <laughs> you can also like listen um, to podcasts on the, the app and not subscribe. Yes, also true. You um, should and subscribe. Maybe, and maybe you're listening to this on um on spotify and you don't realize that it's also available on apple Podcasts, and like you'd rather it be on another thing well guess what it is on both you fool <laughs> anyways subscribe to us somewhere if you want to <laughs> no subscribe to us even if you don't want to full stop uh okay i'm gonna i'm gonna subscribe oh, thank you what, what app will you subscribe on <laughs> uh probably probably stitcher stitcher okay. there you go no, we are on wow. we are on stitcher okay um well thank you kaylee for being our guest thank you yes, for thank having you, kaylee. me this was very fun thank you for the therapy session of course <laughs> yeah. anytime this was it every time i feel anxious i'm gonna listen to this episode <laughs> emily thank you for being my co-host uh matt thank you for being my co-host wow for 102 episodes 102 um uh, i've been matt armando i've been emily riggins thank you everyone for listening and this has been tvd <laughs> with with man emily thank you bye